I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Diminishing the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the rent room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? One more time. Black, Black Panther's, Panther's Quest. Quest. Yeah, buddy. All right. Y'all know nothing about that. Okay. <laughs> but you about to. Y'all about to. Look, um, on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Lisa, Lisa, Coat Jam, staring at her brother. Yeah. Watching it, brother, eating this red vine. Hello. What to do? What it be? Hey, I'm just gonna getting. Uh, since my summer's been going on, I can't really say it's my weekend because every day is my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just looking forward to because um, uh, searching is opened. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, and uh, pretty soon we're going to get the new Predator. Yeah. Because Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. And my boyfriend, the Predator itself. <laughs> 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 What is up with this That's girl? That's my boyfriend. Lately? Damn. She Come on. She, window. Window. She like the monsters and shit. I like the monsters with dreadlocks <laughs> and nice bodies and who don't. Who then just, they take who that just, mask off and be, how are you kissing you know any what? of that? You just put, keep the mask on. Oh my <laughs> no, baby. No, no, baby. No, baby. Keep the mask on. Keep the We're mask on. We're going to the party, on. but you keep the mask on. That's for the on. female predators, too. But no, 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 baby. That's all right. Keep the mask I'm, on. I'm loving the long nails, but keep the keep, keep the, the mask on. Keep that mask on. We'll work around She's it. like, you can scratch me, but don't but we don't scratch me. Don't scratch me. You can predate me, but don't really, you know. Don't be doing the talents. Not the talents, bitch. Not the talents. I got to work up to that. What's up, Chris Derrick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, who are these people? <laughs> He's turning all red and bashful. I, I, I mean, I can't even. Are you I turning red? I didn't know what to say. Oh, my God. I, I can't take say. out nowhere. I'm just clay in her hands. What the fuck do you want me to say? <laughs> Chris Derrick from the writing and directing team, the Derrick Brothers. <laughs> Little yeah, Miss Mr. Shy today. <laughs> I really need not to come around you people. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all motherfuckers are on something. Go. Things are going well. Things are going well. Um, That's your new catchphrase. He's been yeah. prolific That's this your year. New he's been so low key, right? <laughs> no, I just, uh, uh, I, you know what? I want to talk to you something like afterwards, but uh-huh. I've just, it's really been a tough year. Um, but I'm working my ass off. It's kind of a means to like, uh, you know, I got so many great ideas, you know. Uh, I mean, I would say, I don't, who knows if they're great yet, but or if they ever will be. But they're just very passionate for me. They're, like, giving me um, this new kind of, like, way of looking at what I want to do. Mm. Well, let's you talk know? about that for a second before we introduce you yeah. back. That's actually an interesting thing. And, Jeff, this is something you might, I really want to hear your input on this. Okay. Because it just, it just inspired me for some reason. You said, well, it may not be that good, but... It, it's it's passionate to me. That is a good idea. A passionate right. idea is a good idea. That's right. That's you know right. What I mean, it's and you know this. Is, Chris, well, I'm just you're, being, be you're being humble. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't really believe in that. 
I believe in accuracy. <laughs> I don't believe in bragging, and I don't believe in humility. Just tell it what it actually mm. is. And this guy's a really freaking great writer. Mm. Uh, he and his partner, his brother, are good directors as a unit. <clears throat> um, I've seen some of the stuff he's written, and it's gold. Mm-hmm. So if he's passionate about something, I can assume it's going to be something that I'm at least going to hold my interest at the very least. Right. Um, he can be humble if he wants to. He'll, we'll, 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 uh, we'll try to humble Greg. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll burn that. Let's just say Paul Gio yeah. said his favorite script he read this year was his script. Yeah, that's a huge. This, you this know, how Paul is hard. Paul, Paul, Paul is frosty. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think I was frosty. And I got to chill with that motherfucker. Let me just say, yeah. I, know. I, I felt. I know. I was very... trip this out. Trip this out. He tweeted that. Yeah, I know. He let the world know. Yeah. I know. I, and, and I told him, I was like, dude, I am very humble. He let the I, world I really know. My highest that. compliment very, very is, that's what I meant to do. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Chris Can we is, add that to the t-shirts Chris and the Patreon? Is, like, Chris, has dropped, uh, Chris has dropped a couple of scripts where I'm like, damn it, I should have thought of <laughs> You know, so... You know, he can be see, humble while he see, wants to. I want to tell you about afterwards that, Uh-oh. I mean, I, right. and, and I told you guys about yeah. it. About yeah. the, I mean, it's, it's just, good. It's, it's really just good. The, You're going to love just, it. Well, love just, it. Mm-hmm. He's not supposed to look at it and say it's good. What he's supposed to look it's, at it and say is this is what I want. Right. This is different. Right. We okay. decide whether it's good or not. Right. The audience decides right. that. Mm-hmm. But what um, I love about him, and you do the same thing too, you guys are really good at writing things that, I'm just going to say it, they didn't expect us to write. Oh, hell yeah. That's my whole me? life. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. That you win, Johnny. is the shit to mm-hmm. me. I love that. Well, I told you this one story a long time ago, and I won't say who was involved because I don't want to out him because <laughs> he was being very sweet, but mm-hmm. he didn't get it. I ran into this dude. Mm-hmm. I was bitching about writing, how I couldn't, back, back in the freelancer days, which tells you how long <laughs> yeah. it was, right? And I had just not gotten the gig, and I was like, how? And, and it's because I had been pitching to a writer who was clearly not featuring, like, he, 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 pull, he pulled the short straw and had to go <laughs> listen to the freelancer pitch. Right. And okay. the last thing you want is a writer who's on the show listening to your pitch, because if it's really good, they're like, oh, I'm not putting this motherfucker in the okay. mix. They might give him my job. Taking my right? spot. So I came off of that, like, bitching, and I'm, I'm not shy, so mm. uh, I was between my friend at a shop and this other guy was like well I'm a writer he's like why do writers help other writers right why? god damn it why don't they why won't oh, they don't. right and he's like well I'm a writer I help other writers right mm-hmm. and you know in this town everybody's claiming that they should be something right everybody's always saying well if only they would give me a shot I'd be Spielberg right. you know I'm like you hit ah, design you hit a game okay. right, right. Mm-hmm. and that's mostly horse shit because most people can't do it right just like most people can't play in the NBA most <laughs> okay. people can't do this you stuff you can pretend if you want you to in front thinking, of your house you better think about us all like professional athletes and can you run like that mm-hmm. uh, I mean I, Rucker I, Park is one thing but it's not everybody can't come in but it's not Staples Center but I'm not going to be Staples Center you can watch outside the damn cage that's right she can't come in. So I'm like, he's like, I'm a writer, I do whatever. And I'm like, you're a writer, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> Who the fuck are you? Right. right? And he's right. like, well, I did this, I did this, and he did some movies and some right. stuff. And I was like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> but I didn't back up because that's, <laughs> I'm not very bright. Um, <laughs> but he said, um, why? Because you're the gladiator. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I only have two speeds quiet, <laughs> quiet, and this. Okay. So, um, so he's like, all right, what have you done, Mr. Big Talk? And I was like, well, I've written this Star Trek mm. thing, and I've written that thing, and blah, 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 blah. Mm. He's like, oh, okay, you're kind of real. Not as real as I thought you were, but real. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I uh, collect Star Trek books. And I was like, then you've read my work. And he's like, I don't remember your name, implying that I was somehow making up right. my res- padding my resume. Don't like, pad your resume. Like, isn't it time? Uh, uh, like, isn't it time? Right. Resume. And I was like, I'll tell you what. Here are the titles. You take your little ass home, and you pick up my gorgeous right. writing. Right. <laughs> And I didn't see him for a while. And the point of the story is not to tell you how great I am. The point of the story is to go to what you guys just mm-hmm. said. 
So I meet him several weeks later, didn't see him again for a while, just random. Didn't right. know the guy really that well, I'm by face, mm-hmm. right? And I hear my name, Jeff Thorne. I'm outside the same place. I turn around and it's this dude, and he's like, wow, like, I read your stuff. And I was like, oh, great. You know, I'm always happy when somebody reads right, my, right, my right. great writing. And uh, <laughs> I didn't say any of that. Uh, but I was happy because it's great. Uh, and he's like, wow, those are some good stories. I'm like, well, thank you. I mean, I really worked hard. I had a good time. And yeah, I think they're great too. Uh, he's like, but did you know, I can't believe you wrote them. Mm. And then I sort of put pull me go. up short. And I said, but I told you I wrote that. <laughs> And my, I, I and my name you, is right, on and then I directed book. you to where yeah. you can find them, right. and my name is on them, right. and you right. can read them. He's like, I don't think you're understanding me. I couldn't believe you wrote them, hmm. and I was like, Oh, okay. The black man yeah, wrote that. science fiction. Partly that, right? Mm-hmm. Partly because I sound like a goofball from time to time <laughs> when we're talking excitedly about certain right, things, right. Right. and I'm like. Yeah, but that's probably once a week at a comic book shop where I'm mm. around other geeks right, talking right. about geek things. If you really seriously assume that 24-7 I'm sitting around my house bouncing off the walls because Voltron came back, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kind of going to own you in every room we're entering in right. because you're so severely underestimating mm. me that I don't even have to try to Why smack you Voltron around. Voltron just hit the damn thing? Right. <laughs> leave Voltron alone. I love Voltron. Voltron is my jam. Where's but, the movie? But, Where's the movie? Right. Get Pacific Rim, there is no that, movie. What there the hell? Is that vibe of People in this town try to shorthand everything. Mm-hmm. They try to put everything into it quickly right. into whatever box they can put it into and move mm-hmm. on. And they make snap decisions about stuff. And then sometimes they'll hold it against you when you prove them wrong repeatedly, like right. I've done my whole life. Because they're lazy. See, so to it's me, not so much racism it's, it's, all the time it's, it's or the, sexism. It's, it's just ba- la- basic laziness. Yeah, right. because no one wants to read anything. Yep. And so it's easy for me just to make the assumption, yeah, you're black, so you're going to write this. So. Right. You know, am I going to waste the time? Like, you know, like right. you know, it's going to be this. It's going to be this. Right. But e- I just even like if you wrote like. the science fiction, it's going to be this as opposed to right. I just that, like what I you like. Know? You know, mm. I have gay characters in my stuff. Mm-hmm. I have many non-white. I have Asian characters. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've done any straight up like handicapped people. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the thing but, too. Is is that I think that the thing is is that people assume that if you're black. And if you write science fiction or something like that, then you're not going to get the language of the non-black characters right. You know, and I'm just kind of like, really? Anyone who writes for Hollywood who's non-white, anyone who writes for Hollywood who is is female, anyone who writes for Hollywood who is an immigrant is going to spend 90% of their time writing white people doing stuff. Right. So our entire job is what a lot of people are now whining they have to do because they don't understand how to do it. Like, it's not complex. (laughs) Write human beings. Right. Make 50% of them female. Go have some conflicts, but like, <laughs> right? Uh, there's there's conflicts in drama. You might right. want to add some, but really, it starts with writing actual human beings. Mm-hmm. You think that's an easy thing to say, but really, that's the job. You you have to have your open empathy feelers up. Right. You may have to. I'm personally an atheist, but I'll write the shit out of a devout oh, believer, great. and you right. won't be able to tell. Right. Okay, because I don't have any judgment. Once mm-hmm. you start writing, right. you don't judge humans. You just you create them. So there's no such thing as a black man. There's no such thing as a trans woman. There's Phyllis. There's Mike. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Chantal, right. and they have their own backstory. And if you write them well. Whatever they do that contravenes right. what you think your ethnic or tribal politics right. is, you won't around. care right. because their life journey and I will say, explain that. Right. I want to say I think that all writers, and we, we were talking about this last week on a previous episode, <clears throat> we were talking about, you know, can, um, like, like, can white actors, you know, play, you know, Asian and all this other stuff. And I said sometime I'm stuck between art 
and, you know, what's going on today. And the same thing I feel like, just hear me out, the same thing I'm talking about when it comes to writing, because we, you know, Paul has that script, you know, the Black 22s, which we all love. It's great. And, you know, white guy is writing the script. But to me, he did his fucking research. He had you fucking go over it and his other yeah, friends. Yeah, He had us look at it. And it's, he was still nervous. You know what I mean? And so where I'm going is, is, is to me... I think we all can. We I don't want to know white people not to want to write anything that we do. I want them to still want to do it. What I want them to do is find the nuances and the, and the yes. layers within it. And if That's you're willing to do the work, That's what you, you have to be willing well, see, to yes, do the this, work. This, this is what's crazy about it. The, the crazy thing is, and this is where it's some sort of... Uh, Jeff the, Thorne in the house, by the way. I don't think we introduced <laughs> it. Yeah, we have we even got they to buy him. They should do a thing. Right now. I, I said he ain't nobody. He ain't nobody. He's just some dude who walked in talking shit. <laughs> Again, it's a sort of laziness because if I'm a white writer and I'm going to write about Catherine the Great, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this research on what these, anyway, these Russian are, are going to sound anyway. like right. and what that time's going to be like. So I'm, you know, or if I'm going to set my story in France, mm-hmm. I'm going to do to get the nuance of the French culture right, right, like everything like that. There's no difference in that kind of. Right. I got to understand it mm-hmm. to write someone and who's even black white people writing about Asian, white people. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm like, saying. Well, let's go with what so we know. if the, <laughs> if it's a hurdle for you, white writer, if you're like, oh, I can't believe I might, maybe I'll make a mistake. Fuck you, you're a racist. Okay, basically. I don't. You don't have that excuse because the nature of our job <laughs> requires you to do this right. anyway. With, with mm-hmm. anything you do? Okay, okay. anyway. W- anyway. So, um, so I'm not a big believer in that. I've been writing all out of my, out of my race, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. my whole career. I don't do it on purpose. I live as Lisa lives, as you live, mm-hmm. as Chris lives, as Dasani lives, in a world where everybody is just sort of on top of each other. Yeah. I've grown up in American cities, big ones. My this whole is America. Life. Okay. <laughs> uh, right? Just All, bam, 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 bam. Right on you. I always point to the wire. You're so stupid. Damn. Walking like this. I always point to the wire. The wire is often... Put up as sort of the perennial greatest black TV show. Mm-hmm. It showed all these different kinds of black people, right. uh, different walks of life, mm-hmm. even within the criminal class, all kinds of different people, mm-hmm. and all classes, different kinds of people. 100% written by old white dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay, old right. white reporter ju- dudes. Right. But who walked those beats for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. All journalists. Right, all right. journalists. <laughs> but they did the necessary, open hearted, empathetic. I'm going to write, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to write these actual people. They had to walk the streets. You're right. and they you, had to get And you had to get access. Shit, right. And you can't get access by being a fake, right. basically. So do I want every show to be like that? No, but I also don't burn them down for not having any women or not having any black people or whatever, because that was their project. They mm-hmm. made it up. I'll tell you this, and I've gotten in trouble for this, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember when that show Confederate uh, yes. HBO was going to make, it, and everybody's it, losing their shit? Yeah. Okay. We talked about it a little bit, and maybe it would have been crappy. Maybe it would have been great. We don't know. A lot of people didn't want to hear the subject matter discussed in that right. way, and they made their voices known, and ultimately- That was your thing. Ultimately, but wait, here's what I say to that. And it's nothing against the individuals. I'm not saying you're bad people for disagreeing with me, whatever, (laughs) maybe for other reasons. But my feeling about this is, is about making artwork is this, make the artwork. Because here's what would have happened if it had been what everybody worried about. Mm-hmm. The, the fighting you guys did to make HBO shut it down early would have been nothing compared to you costing them the money 
had they made that first episode and put it on the air and all of you motherfuckers had lost your minds and went, are you high? How dare you, HBO? Blah, blah. Then right. you would have really punched them in the right. neck. There was right? no real loss. Yet. Right. They lost <laughs> nothing yeah. with that. But if you're going to make them change their minds about shit, you have to cost them something. Mm. And corporations are animals that eat money. And That's sh- some game. Okay. That's some they game. eat money. So if you're going to cost them money, let them make the thing. Another example. Mm. Let's say you had a partnership with somebody on a project mm-hmm. and then it turns into a movie, but you guys are broken up right. and you really own the thing. But this person waits until the release of the movie. <laughs> and you know right, what happens. Right? And then right. they sue you and for their I'm half. Yeah. They didn't sue you to make you not make the movie. Mm-hmm. They wanted the movie to come out mm-hmm. because then money's coming in. Right. Once again, a corporation <laughs> is an entity that eats money. So if you cost it money, it hurts it. And then it doesn't want to get hurt. It wants to keep eating money. Right. So... Choose when you're going to have these battles more strategically, folks. Mm-hmm. Let them do their projects. Let all the people say what they have to say, and then they have to eat the shit or they get the prize. Just mm-hmm. like every artist. Every artist, point. right? That's a good point. There's stuff I'm going to write one day. I'm sure there's stuff I've written already that other black people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? And I'm like, hey, look, if you don't like the book, don't buy the book. I understand you have political concerns. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Come at me. Hey. I wrote the thing. It's there for you to beat me up with now. Right. Do. I do it by monetizing, weaponizing my money. It's like, okay, that's I'm not right. going to see it. That's right. I ain't going to talk about it. Why. That's all right. Okay. And that's all of that's right. That is just pure capitalism. Well, how dare you, sir? <laughs> pure dare capitalism. I'm, just, I'm not a fan of prior restraint. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of prior restraint. Uh, because we, even the people making the things often don't know what it is they're making. Right. And the conversations that can be started by certain kinds of material. By the way, I'm not promoting or decrying the, the Confederate show. Mm-hmm. I'm just not oh, oh, black at things. In that way, mm-hmm. like I used to be okay, as a younger this, man. This is the thing about what you're saying. And I think that's that's key for a lot of us. I won't say older folk. I was extra grown folks. Yeah, extra is grown. having that extra time to look. And a lot of times, part of us is just, sometimes we just need to sit back and let young people just do your thing. Do your thing. But my thing is, bring me some bring lemonade. <laughs> when, you, when you come back around the block, <laughs> I mean, bring, make sure you bring, bring some me, lemonade yeah. with you. Bring me the remote. <laughs> bring me the remote. It's right next to you. Yeah. I know. Just, just hand it to me. But see, I don't want to get up right now. Just hand it to me. But it's right next to your head. Bitch, hand it to Look, me. Look, you're 25. Bring me the goddamn okay. drink. <laughs> and squeeze it fresh That's while right. you're at it. Right. <laughs> I want it freshly squeezed. Anyway. So what would you about to no, say, Chris? No, but I was going to say, look, I mean, look, you have to put the art out, and then you just have to let it go. Let you can't, fall. you can't, you can't, you can't defend it. Mm-hmm. You really can't defend it. Because you, you know what? Why would you defend it? Because everyone's going to approach what you did with their own... You know, like like you said, it's their own life experiences are going to bring up, and and mm-hmm. you as the creator are going to make something, and you can't, and you should never be trying to like, you know, polish the edges so that someone, some critic or someone might like uh, like it a certain way Someone's because you hate it. it. You know, what? straight up hate and, it. See, and, and every me, movie, somebody. And, every, and here's everybody. the thing: to me, I tell people all the time, if people really hate your shit. 
Like, like really how, hate how, it? Like, how they want to find you. Yeah. They want to find that guy. You, really it. you actually did something good. Exactly. Right. Because motherfuckers are mad. Yeah. They've been provoked to a high, high level. You've engaged him to a level. You did your job. Which is what Spike yeah, has, that. his whole career has been Spike. based yeah, on. Yeah. And, see, and I was thinking about Spike right. and this thing of Boots, and it's like, you know, right. like Boots shouldn't be saying shit. Yeah, he shouldn't be And Spike, I don't think he's saying shit, because Spike's been there. Just stand next to the artwork. Yeah, you know what? But see, oh, because here's the thing. We were talking, last time, yeah, we're talking right. last time about the article that was in Bitch Media mm-hmm. about his thing. Yeah. And I'm kind of saying to myself, Hey, Jordan. Look, mm-hmm. she had a point with what she said. But you know what? That's her life that she's saying that. Mm-hmm. Right. So he can't denounce her and he shouldn't try to defend his work because it's like, you made your film and you made a good movie. And it's like, and on top of that, you did something that I don't think I've seen in like 15 or 20 years mm-hmm. is where's the experimental black Film, thank you. Like okay. the movies on the the movie is 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 in the experimental realm of like um, being John Malkovich, right? And, right. And, and that might be the last film, but I've seen it's a white film that mm-hmm. was on that level of like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You know, um, and people, that people were talking about. People and isn't were talking that about the fight, it. right? You're not really well. I don't know. Different people have different fights. But my fight is just to be. Uh, if, if it's a fight at all, it's like, I just want to write the stuff I want to write and not have you guys look at me like, oh, a black dude did this. Yeah. It's not that I happen to be black. It could be anybody. It could be a woman. It right. could be a foreigner or whatever. I don't want to have my script turned over, have you like it, me come into the meeting, you realize yeah. a black guy with an English-sounding name shows up and he's black. <laughs> Jeffrey like, Thorne. Oh, oh, shit. This guy's black. That changes everything. No, it changes nothing. It changes nothing. It changes literally page. nothing. What's on the page. So if I could live in a world like that, great. But I don't have any particular affinity or disaffinity for the blackness or the gayness or the whatever mm-hmm. of it make your movie say yeah, your make piece it, yeah. play your cards and then walk away and, and if then, it's good and I like it I it, say I like it and if not and I'm allowed to not like it even if we're both black right, right. it's okay oh can we say that one more time Jesus Christ can I and not like a black movie and we don't have to go and see something okay can I just say something <laughs> and I'm stepping out of my lane I'm getting out of my Do car. Do you know how many movies that getting out of I have my issues car with that I don't speak and on? stepping oh, out of my Uh-oh. out of my name. Where's right. Lynette? I know. <laughs> I she's wonder. back in St. Louis, I think. I she used yeah, to be out here yeah, with us. She got to yeah. do her res- reserve. Oh, she's doing reserve duty. Yeah. Girl, Gambit. Gambit. Like, you in danger, girl. Uh, yeah. No, well, you know, I'll just say this. I'll, I'll make it. One of the problems I'm seeing in terms of the people are going to go see Black Klansmen or people are going to go see, um, what is it, Sorry to Bother Crazy You, Asians. Crazy Rich Asians, or, you know, to all the girls I'd love, to all the boys I'd love. To all the boys, and, that's and, a great And movie. we can have to all the girls I'd love, too. Mm-hmm. Do that yeah, version yeah. of it. <laughs> and it's okay to decide that something is not for, and not go see it. Right. And not like it. Like, I don't like it. And I'm from that culture, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll go and see that thing again. It's mm-hmm. okay because it's the thing that we see in, in black films where people are like, you, you should like it. You should go support it. Bitch, I don't want to see that movie uh, or whatever it is. I'm going to say this. There were a couple movies that came through on some trailers. Mm-hmm. I took my mom to go see The Meg. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I wore my Sharknado shirt. Y'all know. <laughs> Damn right. I, I sat there and I was a little salty as always. Yeah. I'm going to complain every time I get on this mic, every time I see Jason Statham. And I think to myself, <laughs> he, that man, mm-hmm. he, it's a James Bond I deserved. Oh, my yes. God. Oh, my God. But because you haters don't like bald men. 
He can't be James Bond. He can't be James Bond. He's a little too cockney for them, right? Is that what it is? And he can fight. He's got the body. He can do. He can do everything. And so I was a little mad. Well, I, I enjoyed the film a lot. Please go if you just like big fun, silly summer monster. It was just a ride. It I was like Jumanji. Fun. I'm it was like this. popcorn That's fun. All. Families, ch- people were bringing yeah. their kids in there. It's not Jaws. It's not it's Jaws. Just, it does do a little short, cute little Jaws homage. Yeah, That's really bit. cute. Yeah. It's enjoyable. But I was salty when I was watching Jason. Like this man. He should have been. It's my James Bond. Y'all, look, Idris, we stopped trying to put black people and colored people and remakes of everything. Oh my God, please stop Two that. Two new things. <laughs> no, I don't want to yeah, see, see, bi- see I don't want to see, see Bewitched. I don't, watch, watch, she's just, okay. So, <laughs> black Bewitched. I don't need, so, so do genre, but I don't need, what are you saying, um, new stuff. New stuff. What was his name? So Danny Boyle left James Bond. Right. Mm-hmm. For, because, I love Danny. The, Hi, Danny. Because apparently, the guys who written, the, the, like all the, the, um, Daniel Craig movies, mm-hmm. who, in my opinion, shouldn't be getting allowed to do another one because because they haven't done enough solid movies, right. you what? know, to, to prove that, that you know that and, and they kicked the director off essentially because he tell, wanted to do his own draft. Tell us how you really feel about it. But there's it. all this talk about how they mm-hmm. want to bring in Idris Elba, and I'm like, no, no. I, and there's something there's something I was reading in the Ringer that they wanted the guy the guy from Get Out to be James Bond, um, Daniel like whatever his name. Wait, is. what? Daniel Cole? Uh, what? Cole? what? No. Yeah. What? In the ringer yesterday, I read an article and I was like, "No, no, no!" Look. But see, cause see, the problem. He's a great actor, but a great no. actor. That's but, not. But yeah. see, the problem with James Bond is not this is a black actor. Mm-hmm. The franchise is creaky and old. Mm-hmm. Break it when you remake it. And maybe it'd be cool. Can I get the? I don't ever want to see. This, this Can I get a prequel of James Bond no, with no, just no. him? It needs to be like what, Dark Knight. They have to change. What the hell is wrong with everybody? Check out! Check out! Check out! That whole little sequence with the little like super long like credit sequence and Bond, yeah. don't ever do that again. <laughs> wow, he's hard. I like Wait, those Chris, little things. Chris, you sound like you're about to. F- I, I guess I'm old though. Don't ever do it again. I've seen 25 of them. I don't, don't need see to see another more one. of that. Do some other stuff because that's like 10 minutes of screen time. Wait, like, he sounds like Wait, Wait yeah, Chris, the, Chris, you sound like somebody's daddy just now. You like, do, your you child really came do. in. You're too young to have this. They done embarrassed the family, and you done told them. You need to. Don't ever do it again. Back in your lane, I got young buck. Like the, I got nervous for a second. Uh, he's trying to slap somebody he's through like, the mic. Because look, I'm feeling I, bad for an imaginary child he's, right he's here. Like, don't do I that again. I feel that that's just a cool franchise. That if you tore it up so strongly, you know you make something cool. But 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 it's a it's a, it's a franchise IP. They are free to do that. They're so afraid. I mean, to me, it's like what is it? I say all the time. If you're doing a sequel, even if you're bringing back the creative team to do the sequel, the same people. Do it different. Yeah. Fuck everyone's expectation though, yeah. because now they're like, like every movie has to be a movie. movie. Every yeah. every movie has film. to perform as yeah. a movie, yeah. right? So like, here's my feeling: fandom is overly in charge, and marketing people are not bright. I know I'm sure some of you are actually bright who are listening to this, and I apologize to you, but your peers are mostly not. Okay, <laughs> let's say 80 percent of you just sort of do what's been done. Now Jeff sounds like the teacher that's just okay. letting you know <laughs> that and you're not going to college. Yeah, and 20 percent of you spend your entire career. Trade school for you. 20 percent of you, and you know who you are, spend your entire career as a marketing person fighting the system, trying to get them to do it right, and mostly losing that argument. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> These movies, Star Trek, who I'm a deep Trekkie, obviously, uh, 
all Mission Impossible, James Bond, all that. You idiots are treating them like church. Mm. The audience is treating them like church, yeah. and the people making them are treating yeah. them like church. Yeah. James Bond is a completely implausible individual who has adventures that would kill fifty normal spies within the first okay. within the first three in the seconds, first twenty seconds outside. of the freaking movie. So stop getting so first, churchy about it. The first turn on the car, okay. they did. Right. But at some point, James Bond was new. Yeah. To the film going audience, just like all these Marvel mm. movies, most of you fools didn't know damn thing about Tony Stark. Okay. He just showed up and you all went, wow. Yeah. All of us old heads were like, wow, they did Iron Man right. Okay. Yeah. They did That's it right. all we did. That's all we wow. did. Wow, this is very quiet, polite clapping. Yeah. You've done your job yeah. properly. Yeah. You know, like that. Make new shit. Yeah. Or as I say on my website, make new things, because right. I don't like to swear right. on my website. But <laughs> make new things. It's just the same risk. James Bond movies tank. They tank. They, there's no. There's they no, pretty. Right. So sometimes they, they tank. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But it has nothing to do with the James Bondiness of it. Right. Some of them are good movies and some mm-hmm. of them are crap. And right. the audience always decides. It's always the same rules. Mm-hmm. It's always the same rules. So what's the risk? I'm going to put Idris in a Bond movie and then some sort of political point has been right. made. Right. Or call me Idris. Right. I will write you a movie that will make people forget that you were right. even up for James Bond. Right. They will be like, who's going to play this after Idris dies? Right. I'm that writer. <laughs> Fucking call me. You said who's going to play this okay. after he One dies? One day Idris is going to be too old to be this dude. Who, we got to start looking at teenagers now. I want this <laughs> franchise to keep going. Right? <laughs> That's how all the franchises start. Yeah. They all start that way. They all start with one movie and everyone loses their mind. Right. No one can predict which movie's going to do that. Right. Everyone is pretending to is either stupid or lying. Right. Okay? There's no rules you don't know. Right. There's no algorithm. There's no writing algorithm. Nope. There's no movie you star algorithm. Shit. Nobody can open a movie. I'm sorry, Will Smith. I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. You were the last of the last. Right. Okay? Nobody opens a movie. Nobody knows what's going to be the thing. Nobody. So stop pretending and just and make only, stuff. Yeah, and the only thing, and, and you can tell, like, if they would just go to theaters and watch the trailers and watch the, sit in the back and watch the audience reactions, because that's the reason why I go to movies extra early, because literally from the trailer itself, you can tell what people are going to go see, and mm-hmm. the stuff that these franchise tentpole ones that consistently, they are so bored. They're bored. And when stuff comes on that's mm-hmm. new, let me tell you, I finally got to see mm-hmm. Widows. Mm-hmm. Any good? Trailer. Not the movie. Oh. Just the trailer. Oh, the yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Cut. Looks real good. That audience was sitting there going, bitch, we looking it up, talking. Like, yes. Like the, you can feel it was electric. You mean the trailer actually did its job? The trailer. was Something new. But see, to me, the thing that got me is I'm watching, I've watched a couple of the little teasers on that, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, Robert Duvall is in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit! Yes. <laughs> because he well, doesn't him to come back. He doesn't. He doesn't act. I mean, he right. can act, but he was. Right. But it's going to be the right. right? It's, it's going to be the right thing. Right. Got to really be the That's right what I'm thing. Saying. He's at the yeah. stage of the career. It's like, just look, like, I'm doing my yeah. tango. Yeah. 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 Eighty-five. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm eighty-five. You better make it worth my while. Right. And I'm just like, okay, so this is. Then it's Steve McQueen. He didn't think he was a slave. Hey. So you know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be good. And you're right. I mean, look, and, and even in the day of the movie star, they all made their flops, and everyone thinks that, and people, people forget those flops. But those are movies that people didn't, didn't want to see. 
Right. They want good, and they want to say, and 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 then they and and all that happened with the movie star so and so phenomenon who could open a movie, and 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 is that it cut the risk out because because mm-hmm. because when they took a risk on a film and it didn't do well, and not because they were in it, is because it wasn't a good movie, right? Then they were like, I can't be venturing over there anymore. And can all I say the, this? And it just, no. and it just made du- everything the, so narrow. And the dudes that were in the audience who were <laughs> watching Widows. They were amped because you know if you don't the, saw the trailer, it's it's predominantly women who are going to put off this heist because their husbands have been killed. I'm not giving you a spoiler. That's, <laughs> That's what it said the trailer. Okay. <clears throat> but the dudes was like, holy fuck! When they saw them running up and doing stuff and talk, and they were just like, we're going to Lisa. Go see you the know shit. this. You're a film critic, and you know this. Oh for my sure. god. That myth that I used to have this thing, where's my Black Widow movie? Mm-hmm. Right, I used to post that stupid oh, yeah. poster up on my so Twitter, and it would get bigger and bigger and bigger because <laughs> I would. There's this ridiculous myth. Black or non-white people, not just black. Mm. Non-white people can't open a movie. Right. Women can't handle an action franchise. Mm. I'm like, you mean except all of the action franchises? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like all the big action all franchises are women fronted. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. And you know how I know? Here's a fucking list. <laughs> and 98% of them are still alive. Yes. They're not even old. You yes. can't even have that excuse. So who made this myth up? Who's just Listen, when you sense? watch an audience and their reactions, I'm, I'm just trying to tell y'all stuff that's like big tempo like oh we got this we're gonna keep shaking this thing out one more again the audience literally their eyes are like dried out like we can't st- but as soon as you come up with something different new oh and child let me tell y'all this when daniel kalua does that thing with his eye when he's all up in viola's face like oh my god the yeah, sub at me just went what yeah yeah he is yeah. being hard <laughs> as hell like it's, it's about to be but on. see the thing about it's that about scene is it's, 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 the thing about i love about viola davis is Everybody knows she's, you know, such a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. So these people like, you know, people like Danny Kalua, when he comes up, he's saying to himself, fuck, I'm playing against Viola Davis in this scene. I better step up. I better bring everything well, I've no, learned for every years. Every actor will tell you this. If you have 10, 10, you have 10 performers and, and, and nine of them are great. And then ninth, and the tenth one is a newcomer. None of the great ones are stepping down to your level. Yeah, so you, you really better bring it. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but it's cool to see someone like him who's new, whose career is. And Ty, what's his name? Tyree here from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is it's, so good. That when, I, when you see it on the big screen like that, and there, and it's like the full trailer. When it's the full trailer and you're seeing it, like I can't wait to see because I just know it, it. Just reminds me. It has like I hate to say it, not to say that all the films from the 70s are the greatest. Go, go. But it has that 70s grit, hard... Like, it's the heist type of movie I've, I've been into. waiting to see for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not because there's a bunch of women doing it. It's because the intensity they're bringing, and it's just... It, it was visceral. And I was just like, oh, God, can this movie get here now? <laughs> yeah, can so like... But now? he's waiting for I mean, Oscar time, so we're going to get our screeners. Uh, we're gonna uh, go to the I don't like... Uh, I, I don't like... Uh, I think we're all of a piece of a mind about this, where... Uh, as much as I really enjoyed the all-female Ghostbusters, which I did, I know I'm the one of the ten people apparently who enjoyed that film, and it, it was cute. it had issues, and mm-hmm. I wrote about that. But mm-hmm. it was worth seeing, and it was worth making. And right. I think the issue is that anytime your movie—I don't even want to say this because some movies are made for political reasons—but you're not gaining anything. You're not cutting your risk by grabbing a well-known franchise and saying, let's do this to it. It doesn't matter what the this is. Let's make mm-hmm. it an animated thing. Let's right. make it all Asian. Let's make right. it all women. Let's make it all... Yeah, you because, know, you know... Whatever you think you're getting for putting asses in the seats, that unless your only job is to maybe maximize your Friday night uh, <laughs> sales of tickets, mm-hmm. 
just that first Friday, because right. after that first Friday and really slightly before the Thursday night, mm-hmm. the word's going to be out. Either right. your movie's great or it's shitty, and it right. doesn't matter if James Bond is in it. Right. It doesn't matter if the hottest woman on earth mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. None of that matters. If the movie works or it doesn't, and you know it. Right. We all know it. People Why just are want we... good stuff. Because well, you know what? It's like, I, I don't know if I talked about this before, but it's like, I saw Ocean's 8, right? The minute it comes on screen... It's trying to mimic Soderbergh's thing, the way it's cut, the music choice, and I'm so bored in this movie because if they're not, it's for so many reasons, and I just and I go home, I literally walk out of the theater, get in the car, go home, and I put in Ocean's Eleven, <laughs> just because because I'm like I'm gonna watch the first. Like, let me just check. Let me just make sure. Let me yeah, make sure that yeah, I'm right. And I'm right. like, God damn it, Soderbergh, you're <laughs> fucking everyone's shit up. No one should be following you. No one should follow in your shoes. Right. It's been twelve, fifty. It's been uh, seventeen years. No one should follow in your shoes because mm. you because you put everyone's ass in check, and it was embarrassing, in my opinion, for mm. them to have tried to follow what he did because he made the movie in such a smart way that I was like, they could have done that with Ocean's Eight, but they chose not to be smart for some reason. Well, I don't know why. You always you, you, there's so there's so many moving parts in making all right. of this. One of the things is, unless you're John Sales, yes, there's a wonderful man named John Sales, <laughs> who Hi, all John. of your work, all of your work would be better if you knew John. his work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But his films say written, directed, and edited by John Sales. Very few uh, yeah. creators of film and television get to do that. The rest of it is not by committee, but it is a group. Uh, there's a person at the head of the group, but there's a lot of cogs. What the final product is, you know, unless you're coming out of indie world only, where it's really mm-hmm. just you and your boys right. or you and your girls, it's a lot of hands, a lot it's of a cooks lot of on well, everything. Well, well, look, that's that's exactly true on any studio movie. Yeah, but it's probably triply true on a franchise because they're Absolutely. because they're trying to because they're trying to Which like is curate. Why I feel the, that know, so many of the Marvel universe directors, a couple of them, are like, okay, I'm, that's my time, Cleveland. I'm it's so out. funny that you mentioned they can't John. work in that. He can't, yeah, yeah the honey you know, because, I mean, yeah. that's that, mm. the, like the. I mean, if you do like a new movie, something that's you know that someone hasn't seen, like this, like Widow's kind of thing. Right. He's got a certain extra. He's got a little bit more freedom because no one's thinking. Fuck, to. Like it's, it's an original. It's an original, mm. and it's like you, I mean, and just like. Viola Davis' character says that they're not expecting them, so we, they don't know what we, we're open to do whatever because they don't expect it from yeah, us. I mean, right. it's, it's, just, it's just the nature of it. It's that the, 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 like you, you, they treat it like church, and it's like you can't do church. that not, with yeah. those films because it, the thing that made like any of those movies interesting in the, in the first place is is that they made they took a risk. Everybody took a I risk. Went after young makers of everything all the time. I'm like everyone you like. Literally everyone you like, the thing that made you like them is they did something different than what had been, right. been done before. You came into Star Wars, <laughs> Star Nolan. Wars episode <laughs> 25, but George guys, Lucas yeah. could not sell the first version of that script. Right. Everyone was like, are you high? You must be crazy. Nobody's doing what? this. How much you think? To, no, get out. Who let this guy A on the line? A cowboy space movie. Right? A cowboy space movie based on Japanese fighting. Okay, like, get out. Just get out. Go back to the Bay Area. You and your long hippie hair. They like they had such little faith in that movie. Then when he said, "Well, give me all the merchandising right. rights," right? Oh, but that's adorable. Know. You want the merchandise? But they yes, didn't know. Go. They didn't know. No one had done that. And he was like, "That's true." But he, like, knew. he knew. He knew because he was crazy. And right. He was right. Yeah. But the point is that look, everybody on our side, on the creative side, and everybody on the executive side, 
Everybody's always <laughs> trying to look for control. Right. Right? You want to have the illusion of control, but it's art, idiots. That's why it's not called science. Yeah. And all you try to do is reduce it to a science. There are elements that can be done like mm-hmm. that. Technical things mm. which can be improved, new kinds of lenses, new kinds of filming techniques, all of that stuff is science. But the actual making of the thing, mm-hmm. believe me, folks, every time someone announces that a robot or an AI wrote a novel or a screenplay, that's, hilarious. that's a lie. Okay, <laughs> and here's why. Because the people programming them don't understand that our storytelling ability is part of us evolving as a species. Right. In order to do it, you have to, on some level that's not conscious, be able to tap into humanity. You can't program that thing which you cannot observe. You can't program mm-hmm. something into how the brain functions because we don't really know well, on a fundamental I, level. Let me just jump in mm-hmm. on because I've talked about this before too with some friends. I always say they can write all the scripts they want. They will never have the emotion though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, they will never be able to tap into that. There's an attitude that everything can be made via cut and paste. Right. There's this weird sort of notion that lay people put out, which is all the plots have been used, right. every right. story some other story. Right. And yes. There's it, only seven plots yeah, on the planet. You know what? Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Time you, can reduce, yeah. you can reduce anything if you want to, uh, absurd or reductum, right. anything all right. the way down to whatever. The problem, of course, is the execution. West Side Story is not Romeo and Juliet. It's called West Side Story for a reason. <laughs> okay? If you put them next to each other, yes, you'd find great many similarities. Yeah, not Romeo and Juliet in Puerto Rico. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Romeo and Juliet in New York with Puerto Ricans. That's not what that play is. Okay? Um, no, ju- uh, William Goldman said it, and it's been true since he said it. It was true before he said it. Nobody, Nobody actually knows, knows anything. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. We're all just making stuff. So instead of leaning away from that towards this fake control mm-hmm. of, well, <clears throat> if we put Tom Hanks and Pink in this movie, <laughs> right. this year, both of their numbers are really high. And I saw that Pink did the, uh, the Teen Choice Awards, and they poured all that, mm-hmm. that goopy stuff all over her. So... Oh, it's the Kids' Choice Awards. Right. She's got four million followers. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Rebecca. So eyes are on right. her right so now. So we're going to make a movie that right. involves Goop, Tom Hanks, and Pink. We'll kill. We'll kill. Right. You can't reduce it to that. Mm-hmm. People have been trying and trying and trying, and the reason they fail is because it isn't a mechanism. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of art. Even right. commercial art is still art. Right. And that's why we have a different name for it. Right? It's not part of the sciences. It's the right. arts and, and, and the, the sciences. sciences. Well, that's the, it's the, whole, the whole thing is that's the thing is that you know they always talk about what like what was the 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 unknown factor of these uh, these original Hollywood movie moguls mm-hmm. is those guys are not not relying on data to make decisions. Do I like it? You know, right. They're going by like, their guy. The studio feel? system, as you know, was you, shit. Yeah. But those studios were run by individuals or by a couple of individuals. They weren't run by giant corporations. Right. So you could look, if you go in the past, these people here are film buffs, mm-hmm. so they're actually more film buffy than I am. Um, I'm more like Kendra the film buff. Um, but um, they, um, in the old days, the studios had personalities because the people ahead, at the heads of them had personalities. So you could look at an MGM movie and go, without knowing, just a random clip. Yep, go, that's right. an MGM movie. movie. Yep. That's a Paramount that's movie. Warner that's Brothers. the gloss. Yeah. That's Warner Brothers. All of that because all those guys these people were like, here's what I like. Here's what our money's being made. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. This is our brand. We mm-hmm. had a brand. Now right. we are components of gigantic corporations that sort of allow us to do our thing. But ultimately, the hand at the tiller. I think that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Is a one that's looking at widgets rather than looking at what does Chris want to make and how are we going to sell that. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, we we have the same issue 
in TV mm-hmm. where you sell a pilot, you guys go to pilot, and then you have the um, the committee. The, the, well, the, oh, well, the, the execs. The, no, uh, no. Where, where they have it when they have the audience look at and they oh, the focus dial, groups. Then they do the, the focus, focus groups. groups. Uh, it's like, uh, 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 and here's here's some, uh, here's something that always bothered me about it too is you do a focus group with with a group, you're picking random people. When random people don't go to see shows that they don't like. Right. So if I don't like rom-coms or horror, Why and you here? go in there to see it, you're going to be dialing left and right all mm-hmm. the whole fucking time. It's a bunch of people who've been tricked into believing that they're going to be getting right. more of an edge. That's not real. Control. Yeah. It's not real. I'm not paying $14 for a movie I don't want to go see. Also, in the current climate, the way the way entertainment... My God, this episode is supposed to be about something else. We're going it's, to okay. it's okay. It's okay. Right. But the way entertainment works now, everything's a niche market. Right. And a lot of people don't want to commit to that they because wanna, there yeah. are... Um, they're invested in the old paradigm. Mm-hmm. And the, it's like, it's, the image is cliche, but they're like dinosaurs. They don't realize they're dead yet, right? So, Like the meteor is right there. <laughs> you, know, you know, their bodies are so big, it takes a while for the brain to go, oh shit, I'm dead, right? Uh-huh. right? And so nothing against the old paradigm. I grew up in the old paradigm, mm-hmm. but it's dead. Um, the illusion of control under the old paradigm is you know, uh, based on three TV networks and four motion picture studios. Of course, it doesn't work anymore. You can't focus group something that's meant to appeal to vampire lovers. You can't focus group that. Mm. You either got to make it and have it be good and hope for the best, or you don't make it, mm. right? <laughs> you can't test for that. You can't test for, is the rom-com going to work? Because what makes a rom-com work? I see all of these little rom-com movies. I'm not going to name which one. Right. Nor Efren knew how to do this stuff, okay? Not that she was the greatest ever in the history mm-hmm. of writing or whatever, but she knew how to do this right, right. very well. And now I'm watching all of the people who really love those Nora Ephron movies not being able to do it very well. Right. Why? Because all you're pulling out is the stuff you like. Right. There's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it right. And how do we know? Your movies tank. Yeah. Well, which kind of leads us to what we were on top we were supposed to talk about. is mm-hmm. about like Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. See, Crazy Rich Asians is, has been a successful you know, like rom-com because... It subverted a lot of things that had become so calcified in the rom-coms. And the big thing is, is that the, the, the family, the rich family, the fact that they're not white means that all those tropes about how rich white people behave mm-hmm. and treat everyone else is out, out the door. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about it is, is that they still have that... It was about class. It's about class. Right. And you really... <clears throat> feel for Michelle Yeoh's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not like, I'm never going to identify with that bullshit. Right. You know, which, which is what you kind of like are in some of those movies. Like, I think in Wedding Crashers and shit like that, you kind of like, or whatever it is, it's just, you, 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 like, the, the, the opposing view that keeps the couple together, mm-hmm. like, that opposing side is so skewed because they, it's, you know, because we, they've done so much of it. And I feel that's what made that movie, I mean, to me, interesting to watch. Well, mm-hmm. I would want to recommend uh, Kim's Convenience on... Uh, yeah. Netflix because I'm not a big sitcom guy by the way oh and Insatiable mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend both those things for similar reasons Insatiable got a lot of shit for its first episode because somebody lost their damn mind and wrote a whole big think piece about it I was like alright I don't really <laughs> like sitcoms let me go check this shit out that's a great movie I mean a great TV show and it actually is the opposite of every criticism that was given to its first episode mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch it straight through. Now, it's not necessarily the kind of humor that everybody likes. It's very arch, uh, very sort of, I don't know, stereotypically femi-gay in a lot of ways. If you don't like that kind of stuff, then this is not for you. Mm-hmm. But if you love Drag Race, you might want to check the hell out of this show because mm-hmm. it's great. Kim's Convenience in a different way. 
slightly different way. In theory, it could be marketed about, hey, check out this Korean-American or Korean-Canadian yeah, Canadian, yeah. Korean-Canadian, uh, thing. It's a sitcom about this family, blah, blah, blah. And you know what they don't talk about? Being Korean. Mm-hmm. Like, except <laughs> exactly. they talk about being immigrants from time right. to time. Right. But the kids in the family are not immigrants. They're Canadians. Mm-hmm. The parents are immigrants. So there's that split, which everyone who's from, and which means basically 90% of the people here have some version of that in their family right. because almost everyone here is an immigrant of some right. kind. Yes, even some of the black people come from other places that don't involve slavery. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh. they've subverted the, one right. of the characters and uh, com- convenience that we're not used to seeing, especially for Asian characters, because the oldest son in that that thing, yeah. he's a, a high school dropout, and he was a jock, and, and he was, and he left home at like fourteen, fifteen, and not that bright, worked, yeah, and he's he's okay, average dude, and yeah. he's just he's gorgeous though, but he's working at a little uh, rental car place, mm. and he's become like the system manager now, and he's thinking about going back and getting his GED, yeah. and mm. and it's like it's like you don't get to see that because every time you see Asian characters and guys, they're always the model minority, right? They're all perfect, and you know, and it's just interesting. And it's not to see this played family. like, hey, dig us, yeah. It's like. Everything like that, right. which in another very special episode mm-hmm. would be th- the point. Mm-hmm. That's all just thrown away. That's just part of the character. The things it, that are it, going you know on. Why does the of? dad have friction with the son? It, 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 it reminds me. Of, like, it it reminds they me. just start late. They just start in. Like yeah, they just are. go in and you yeah. catch. It kind of reminds me of the eighties when they had Desmonds, one of my favorite yes, TV yes, shows. Kind of like where that. it's like you have all these different people and they're and they they're immigrants, but they got kids that are born. It just tells the story and you just get swept up with the characters and the characters. God forbid the 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 mom and dad on that show. Uh, it's weird because all, I wrote a piece about this years ago, of Asian Americans, Asian Canadians, Asian English speakers right. who are immigrants to whatever English speaking nation, at least in their family, when they become performers, they end up speaking largely broken English. They're villains, if they're anything. Yeah. They're playing you know, the hot, sexy Asian pr- mm-hmm. prostitute or some crap like mm-hmm. that. They never get to speak the, the way they naturally right, speak. Whatever. Right. So in this show, the parents are clearly immigrants. Right. They clearly have the sort of pigeon English patois mm-hmm. of immigrants that but did it's not, not assimilate. Play, and it's not play for laughs. It's not play for laughs. And they exist in the way that everyone who grew up in a real city grew up. Mm-hmm. So all cities that are coastal anyway. And diverse. US, you see how many people of color right. coming in on that store like regular folk? And people come through are largely of immigrant class themselves, yes. but not of the same immigrant ethnicity. Right. Right. And the white people that come through are just people come through a convenience yeah. store. There's yeah. no... But again, all of, like I'm making it seem like that's what the show is. The show is just a great show, right? right? God forbid a great show mm-hmm. could just be about this particular convenience store, right? Like, you could whitewash it, I guess, and not lose very much. Mm-hmm. You could make them Italian, I guess, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to? Mm-hmm. You know, but more to the point, people are treating it like a phenomenon when it shouldn't be. It yeah, just it's be, just basically, hey, shape. this is a good fun, these characters yeah. are fun to watch, and I like it because it's only a half an hour and I get in and out. And the same thing with all the boys I loved before, which obviously I am neither the gender nor the age but group it's targeted. it's fun to watch it in turn. It's just such a, it's a it family, it's such a cute family movie, yeah. and I, I want to apologize to the young people out there. Uh, grown women, are watching this and they're enjoying it because yes, the young man that she's he's really a cutie. He's pretty. He's, he's pretty. pretty. He's funny. The story it's just a sweet It's honest, story. right? It there is. was something about it that I was just like we give uh, every, everything has to be made into battles. I liked a lot of John Hughes' work for the time period. And they talk about it and it, they acknowledge things yes. and they move on. Right. But this is what John Hughes meant to do. Hmm. From my mm-hmm. point of view, yeah. it is that kind of honesty and that kind of humor, mm-hmm. but nobody gets kicked 
Nobody gets killed. And last thing I want to say about that, so we can get into... Oh, the other thing. The, the other thing that is coming out. <laughs> we mean the older thing. It's coming out next month. <laughs> in terms of casting for that. The family. The family. I know. Okay, so in the, in the story, why am I whispering? In the story, <laughs> the mom's Korean. You just we talk and really get into it. Keep like, it so sweet and under wraps. I got to use my NPR voice. <laughs> Today the, dad, on, the mom, on the, the mom's Korean, show. but yeah. the mom had passed away. So the dad is white and he's like been raising his daughters. And this is what I talk about when... The, I gotta see who the casting director is. Genius. Because this is the way there's three daughters in the TV show. I mean, the movie, the, the Netflix movie. And they're, they're half Korean and white. Mm-hmm. But this is what the realism comes through. And if you come from a, per, a family that has multiracial people in your family, the kids look like different DNA variations of what a person who is mixed can look like. Hmm. Like the oldest daughter looks like she can be, uh, look like a regular white girl, like dark Italian, almost mm-hmm. looking features. The middle daughter looks more Korean. The youngest daughter looks like a blend of both Korean. You can kind of tell them. Really? And they're all siblings. Mm-hmm. Now it's based on a novel. That could yeah. be in the novel. That, I'm, I'm thinking it might be in the novel. Yeah. But in terms of me watching it and coming from a multiracial family yep. where you go and you see family members and you can have... Right. Two parents come mm-hmm. from the same household, but three of your kids will have the different genetic make the different genetic makeups, yep. and yep. you can have the different strands, the hair textures, all right. on head. Right. I just thought it was just a one because the first time I watched, I'm like, hmm, are they? Were these kids? Ad-? And I realized once I got comfortable and just relaxed into the story, I realized, oh my god, this casting is amazing. This is what a family would look like when you have a mixed family, and your kids can pop out. With any type of phenotype, right. and it's just a smart, yep. it's just beautiful. Yep. It, it, it did everything a <clears throat> show, a movie like that's supposed to do. Yes, and it did it like they've been doing it their whole lives. Yes, and on some of these people, it was like their first thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this, and truly, I'm, I've been trying not to say delightful too much because it takes away. <laughs> no, it, it takes away its no, power. It does not but take it away from it. It's actually very enduring. No, I was watching it. Listen, I was watching it, and I was cheesing the whole time. Yeah. and that's when I know a rom com was really working for me. Is when I start to get like that. What do you call it? That embarrassment, that secondhand yeah. embarrassment. Like when the girl, literally, my hands were doing that. When she came up to the little boy with the letters, and he's yeah. like, "I was like, oh my god, I'm oh. totally 15 again." <laughs> well, how about the big? Re- I, I don't even want to spoil it, but there's big reveals. The big reveal about the letters. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is just delightful. <laughs> Come in here and watch this delightful thing." That's so you know? cute. And I'm it's feeling so like cute. if I'm reacting this way, the mm-hmm. target audience must be running around. And here's their and here's the walls, hey, right? and here's the thing about Netflix that people need to know, and probably Hulu and other things too. The first 30 days are very important. So when these, when these things come out and you're watching them, that's going to determine whether or not they're going to get a sequel, yep. all the other stuff. Yep. So it's, it's just been out with two weeks now. <clears throat> yeah. So please, if you haven't got a chance Don't to see it. Don't sleep on it. Don't just, sleep on just it. Just see it. Not because we're telling you like, oh, it's, you know, it's got Asian characters. No, it's a sweet and just really like, it, it's that wholesome John Hughes type of feeling. It is, it's just an honest little fun, sweet. I, it's funny I, you I, say that. We could do a whole show about it. Mm. It's funny you say that because... I have a reality show that I watch on Netflix that makes me feel that way. Okay. And it's The New Queer Eye. My wife yes. made me watch that. I, it is it just, put tears in my yes. eyes. Every episode. Every you're episode in tears. You're in tears. tears. Every episode. Mm-hmm. I think everybody, every, Go straight, Netflix. every straight person should be watching that show. Go Netflix. Anyway. So. So let's get into. Bring uh, into Black So let's talk about the show now. We're yes. In, we're like y'all, a 90 y'all. minutes in, Listen, are we? Y'all stupid. We <laughs> talk, this is called The Rant Room. Right. 
I'm not chastising like, anyone. I'm not chastising anyone. I'm just saying. 52 I'm, minutes. I'm just okay, saying, you know what, Chris? I need you to get your daddy voice oh my God. <laughs> out of here. Because wow. I'm feeling like I'm 12. Right. And that you Bring looking me at me lemonade. like I didn't clean my room, like my report <laughs> card came in a little lemonade. deficient. Press squeeze. Press squeeze. Hey, hey. Did you put two teaspoons of sugar yeah, in here? That, yeah. Did you put two or one? I know oh you only God. did one because you're lazy. What's that? <laughs> no. Oh, him. Oh. Yeah, we're just talking about lemonade. Don't All right, Dad. Attention. So, anywho. So, oh, you so wanna, we have my yes. man on the show today, Jeff Thorne. Jeff Thorne. Yeah, I've been yakking the whole time. Hiatus. Showrunner on the new Black Panther's Quest. Quest. Yes. Animated series. Avengers colon Black Panther's Quest. Avengers mm-hmm. colon. God damn, that's a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> is this a Marvel first? Marvel's Avengers Black oh Panther. <laughs> I am not in charge of titles. That is a whole other department. They wanted to make sure. They're yeah. like, put my name on the bitch. Like, listen. I, I'm sure. I'm and sure before hours we even started taping, Look. Jeff had to pull us aside with his shank knife like, and say, this is what I can Presented by Stan Lee, Marvel's. I mean, come on. Okay. That's a whole marketing department. Okay. I just All right. make stuff. So tell us what you can tell us. I mean, I can tell you it drops on uh, September 23rd. Mm-hmm. Stars um, uh, uh, James Mathis III as T'Challa. I believe possibly the first, if not the first person to play the role, he is the one man who has played the Black Panther the longest in the world. Hmm. Uh, in what way? Because he's of your been show? playing the Black Panther. No, he's played the Black Panther in. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, uh-huh. and he's been playing the Black Panther in some version or other all the way through the five seasons of Avengers. He's played it in the Lego Black Panther, the Lego Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I love Chadwick. God bless him. But I think James might have the title on playing the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And he crushed it. So mm-hmm. uh, Daisy Lightfoot, uh, new to me, I think relatively new to the uh, voice acting business. I believe she just either got her doctorate or her master's in something completely non-business related really? and ran back to East and did that and then ran back <laughs> out here. Uh, and then there's a bunch of well-known, well-seasoned uh, uh, actors who I would love to blow up, but I'm not allowed to contractually say who's involved until Marvel me, announces them let specifically. Let me ask you a question. Okay. So, so I can't mention Janet Jackson at all. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Are you high? I'd be in the hospital if Janet was involved in any way. I'd still be in the hospital recovering. <laughs> Janet, Janet. So, so one of the things that I know, because you come from, you know, scripted. Yes. Show, I mean, this is a scripted animation. You mean show. live action. Live right? action, okay. forgive me. Yes. Um, you come from live action. So how do you, I know you can't talk about like who was on the show. And um, all, how do you... How do you can't even get my words out? How do you uh, uh, transition uh, to no, shut up? No, <laughs> how <do> you, <laughs> wow, it was right there. All right, damn you, Lisa. When you're casting for animation, yes, what's the difference between casting oh, for animation and casting for like, just for the people out there? Um, well, it's all voice for one mm-hmm. thing, it doesn't matter what so you just hearing acting. tapes or people coming people, in. People, the way the actors audition is they uh make either a uh, they, they get a segment of dialogue just like you would if you were auditioning for you a live sides, action show you get sides but they put themselves <clears throat> on tape and there's a system by which we all can access all of the mm-hmm. auditions and we listen compare and give notes um, and then it is generally a group consensus mm. um, it is different in that regard like I'm technically I guess the the head writer showrunner is a slightly different meaning when right. you are on the animation side because there's a lot more of a process uh, execs have a lot more 
um, control over this particular kind of material, mm-hmm. as we've heard about from the movies, mm-hmm. it's all across the board. Like right. some directors can't work in the system in the movie version. Uh, I presume I'm guessing there'll be some people who couldn't work in the animation side right. for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we hear all these things, and then basically there's a point system, I guess, where we all vote. Uh, and then if somebody have a higher pay grade than all of us is like, yeah, we don't care about that. We want, <laughs> you know, we want uh, Scarlett Johansson to play Shuri. So <laughs> that's and she be. would do it. Um, <laughs> uh, America wants that. Um, so uh, so that's how that works. And then. Um, but wait, are you like, so when you listen to the voices, do you guys like look at the picture of the character and have little headphones and like. I mean, I would like to do that in certain regards. Like, does that sound uh, like the person? Sometimes that's not possible mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. Because of uh, yeah, the artwork. Sometimes the design hasn't right. even occurred yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this particular case, because we knew these are things based on comics, you have a general working knowledge yeah. about uh, what everyone's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if the even if the animators came up with some wacky design, how wacky could it actually be? Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing was, I guess, our Shuri and T'Challa are closer in age than the uh, the ones in the movie, mm-hmm. and I think even the ones in the comics are a little bit farther apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our Shuri's maybe <coughs> three years younger, but also our T'Challa's younger. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and that's how we do that. And then um, whoever gets it, they show up and they don't see anything. They just basically do a radio show and and uh, they you all. You mean I could have been Shuri? Yeah. With a Southern Cali accent? The- the- <laughs> Theoretically, yeah. T'Challa. Um, <laughs> Boy, what you doing over there? <laughs> some of these voice actors. Iron Man are, is talking trash again. Exactly. Some of these voice actors are so freaking amazing. Like, they're pulling out accents, different characters, different ages. Like, mm-hmm. if you aren't looking directly at them, you sound like there's twice as many people right. in that room when mm. there's only like six. So there's a serious Some of them are like those. monsters. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, all of them are great, but some of them you're like, oh, dear God, where did you come from? Right. You know, I could do a whole show with just you. Right. You know? Right. Um, so that's how we do that. Uh, the process is pretty, pretty straightforward. We write everything. It kind of goes out. Um, there's, a, there's a room. Uh, there is a version of a room. Okay. Um, it's less constant. Like in a live action, you convene right. you're and then you're there. Right. right. In this case, we do several short versions of that over the span of the show's creation process. Okay. Uh, my staff overall, I think I had, I'm going to get this wrong, but luckily, since I can't name any of you, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, I think I had six people, seven people mm-hmm. over the course of the year and a half we were making it, mm-hmm. like really making it. Um, some of them are very seasoned animation writers. Some of them are live action people that I was like, would you come write this? And they're mm-hmm. like, what is it? And I tell them, and they're like, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Um, <clears throat> a very diverse mix of people. Not necessarily intentionally. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, any, any room I put together is going to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, I wish... I wish we had more episodes and more time to bring in some other people out of new didn't have time to do it in the time frame yeah. that we, mm-hmm. we had. But the people I got, some of them are showrunners in their own right on other shows. Uh, some of them have worked extensively um, in animation, but not in the adventure side of animation. Right. So lots of ladies involved. Um, not that I particularly uh, seek to have that one way or the other but I happen to know a stack of great writers and about 50% of them happen to be female how shocking wow, think about that isn't that <laughs> shocking that is. uh, Jesus so, how easy that was that. I know I know it's, it's just crazy easy. it's just crazy uh, so I got a and, and, and everybody came to play like mm-hmm. when they found out what the project was and mm-hmm. there are people who normally wouldn't do it on the actor side and on the right. writing side that were like wait what oh yeah I'm doing that so we we, uh, we we really came to play on this everybody really did their thing 
Is there an animation union? Yes, there is. The uh, it's a guild. Right. Um, I think it's just the animators. Animators. I'm in it now. Mm-hmm. I'm forced to join. It's like one of the Yahtzees, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. part of the Yahtzee. Right. Um, I'm asking questions for people who are going to be asking. Yeah, so. either, either, uh, I, either. I personally feel that uh, all writing should be a DGA, WGA. Uh, I, uh, I my political feelings about that is that it makes the, the no writers on the animation side would get better treatment, better everything right. Right. if they would simply be folded into the WGA. Mm-hmm. There are a billion things that happen that prevent that that drive me nuts, and mm-hmm. I have nothing to do or no power to make it any other way. But if everyone involved was decent, all of these writers <laughs> would be in the WGA. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's some. Okay. There's always some battle about that. Like every negotiating thing. Even the Pixar movies, I'm like, how are those? Well, there's, movies? A, there's a split. The, it's, it's, the it's, shows like The Simpsons. It's just, the, fo- it's just the Fox the adult, shows. The adult, yeah. It's, it was, yeah. it's actually just the Fox ones. Like, yeah. somehow the guys, are, I mean, because even the adult no, stuff. Archer, too. Archer show. Yeah, oh, Archer. It's an FX right. show. It's a Fox. But it's because they made deals that are mm-hmm. WGA contract, period. Mm-hmm. We're, we're only right. going forward. So right. they've established a pattern of that. Um, I, I understand financially why. They yeah. want to do it this way. We don't get residuals in animation. Mm-hmm. You write it, you get paid, you're out. Now, I can see how that would be attractive mm-hmm. to a great many studio mm-hmm. executives and possibly <clears throat> our industry may be leaning that way uh, already in other departments um, in the live action side. Mm-hmm. I know some of the streaming services would love it to be that way. Right. Res- residuals are a pain in everybody's butt, but it's how we live in between gigs. So everybody should get them, and you guys are making billions. Therefore, you can relax and let us have right. our little residuals, right? So that um, we can write new things. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we're here to keep doing this stuff because right. not everyone can do it. Right. We are all professional athletes, <laughs> um, brain athletes, brain athletes. Um, so yeah, I'm in that guild. I'm now in SAG, WGA, and and this. I don't know why I'm still in SAG. Mm-hmm. I, I still keep my SAG too. I, don't, I have no intention um, of ever using uh, it. But, well, yeah. I, ironically, <clears> the voice actors, and I've said this before. I don't know that I'd be any good at it, but I would love to do it with them. Mm-hmm. They're all great, and yeah. they seem so nice and so like mm-hmm. supportive of one another. Mm-hmm. If they aren't, they're the best actors in the world because <laughs> I just loved working with how, them. How freeing was it for you to be able to create the show and not have to be bogged down by... Budget. Not just budget, uh, but just creative freedom in terms of not being just like the movie or the co- just kind of like its own thing. Well, in some ways, uh, you guys were before the movie, after the movie. How did that work? During, um, they were doing, they were still in post and maybe even doing summer reshoots on the movie right. when we got started. We had no contact. I think I told you guys this in one of the previous episodes. We had literally zero contact with the movie. We did not see any scripts. Uh, we didn't have any backstage. We didn't know any of the casting until you guys got, until the public knew. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. So on one level, very freeing because mm-hmm. I probably would have been perfect. Now that I've seen the movie, obviously, I would have been perfectly fine sort of trying to create a world that fit exactly of into course. that that world. <clears throat> but since we didn't have that option, we were free to make up our own thing. The comic book is, frankly, way too dark for an all-ages show. There's a lot of stuff going on in the comic that is sort of a political commentary about stuff that's going on in real Africa right. and that involves... Like rape gangs and like oh, human um, trafficking. Tony C. Coates is, yeah, that yeah that's there. a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit controversial for some people. For me, I'm like, it's a solid science fiction take on Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but he's obviously not trying to please everybody. Right. Um, but for our purposes, there was no way we could really draw from that because it's just way too dark mm-hmm. and way too complicated politically and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So it freed us up. So our version of Wakanda is our version. It's kind of like, 
I'm not supposed to. Well, technically, I don't work for Marvel anymore, so I can say this. Um, I wait, wait hold on. Let me shift my seat. So okay. when they have that red dot yeah. that shows up on my chest, <laughs> no, it I hits you uh, and does look, not touch me at all. I don't know how. I don't know how real the animosity may or may not be between Marvel and DC. I like to think it's just a marketing thing, and it's it's fine. But we ain't seen Tom Hiddles in a minute, so I don't know. I'm just going to say this. Well, I guess I'm assuming that. Uh, but, uh-huh. Our universe for the Black Panther is treated similarly to the way Justice League. Uh, uh, Young Justice are gotcha. to the comic book versions. They're not the same, but they're the same. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you recognize all of your friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it allowed me to create a bunch of stuff I'm not allowed to talk about yet. A lot of allowed me to use characters that uh, some people will find to be obscure. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you you even knew about this person. Yeah, <laughs> Tiger Shark. I mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, the hell, man. I mean, isn't it wild? Um, Can he say that on the air? Can we mention that character? Uh, I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about We will that. edit they that. Show, we'll oh, edit no. that part they out. They showed a tiger shark sequence in... Um, you're going to have to edit some of this. Uh, don't worry. No, they showed a tiger shark <laughs> sequence in... Uh, at. Don't uh, get me shot up in here, Chris. At, at <laughs> Comic-Con? At WonderCon. They showed him fighting tiger shark in the sewers at WonderCon. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, so... Um, I'm trying not to get shot, yo. <laughs> Um, but regardless, yeah, there's characters in the show that have been used elsewhere. Uh, let's have a clean break. You asked the question. There are characters in the show that have been used elsewhere, but not in this way. There are characters that exist in the show and only in this show. There are characters created uniquely for this show that will appear at some point. Um, it is a global show. It is not. It is largely in Wakanda, but we take the panther all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, panther so, and Shuri Adventures. So, so, yes. So, see, so that's the thing that I, I am curious about in your show because what I find a little um, constraining about the comic currently, the kind of Tennessee Coast thing, mm-hmm. is that it is so focused on Wakanda. And I kind of feel like I like to see Black Panther when he's like traveling the globe and he has an impact like outside of just Wakanda because I because I, I kind of felt that was was interesting about in the movie you know like they went to Korea and it was right. to do a few things I mean and it was it was it was all it, it, it all ended up back at <clears throat> Wakanda but I think that's what I think is a little um I, it just feels restrictive to me like in the comic and 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 it's I mean and, and if your show allows you to jump around and there's no kind of allows, what, you what know do you mean? <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. you know and, and yeah. if, if, if there's no constriction like that that I think for you as a writer and your staff probably gave you guys just you know it's just like catnip for you which in you're large writing. measure it was a lot of a lot of conversations what can't we do like where's the edge like Marvel was really like do your thing man we will pull you back when you go too far if you step into a territory we'd rather not have you step into. There are a couple of characters we would have liked to use that we couldn't. Uh, a couple of characters that became available to us but we'd already made decisions mm. because a lot of the deals that were going on between Sony and Fox and, and, and Marvel were happening while we were making right. them. Mm. But prior to the completion of some of the stuff we'd had to make choices so we couldn't use character X that we might have wanted to. Stuff like that. But all kind of incidental from the public point of view it's not like there was a loss. It was like we need a character to fit this slot we need a person to be here for this. But also those absences allowed us to do things with characters that have frankly not been done in the comics mm-hmm. and that no mm-hmm. one has thought about doing in the movies. So Well, that's cool. Yeah, because we were then, free. you know, I mean, like I think that when the thing about animation 
you know, like you mentioned Justice League and like Young Justice, is that the one thing I like about watching that cartoon is there's always kind of like this this baggage that's that's floating around Justice League from 10, 20, 30 years of storytelling that it's 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 in the ether in the mm-hmm. like um, in the cartoon, but um, but it's not. It's not there to like to do you know to be these this maze you gotta you gotta carry when you're continuity yeah the continuity of the whole thing yeah. I th- I think that's what's um, I don't know like that's what Marvel has done interesting like with their thing I mean but I think sometimes you you can take that too far I mean there is that that uh, uh, there's that Teen Titans Go movie yeah, that's but, coming but, out now look it's not for me it, 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 but for, it's for a lot of people it is. it's cute. A lot of people like it. And when I've watched that show, by the way, <laughs> it's cute. one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is absolutely not for me. I want my Teen Titans to be Teen Titans. I want but, to be Teen Titans, too. But you know what? That I show is my... funny as hell. They, there's a character where Cyborg becomes his own grandmother, and I can't even stand it. I can't, I can't get through it. I laugh to the point where I have to say, stop, rewind. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they write shows like this, this sort of... Mm-hmm. Zany, literally, it's zany. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They did an episode apparently where these Teen Titans meet the Teen Titans from Young Justice, and they're drawn, and the Young Justice ones are drawn in this like hyper realistic style, <laughs> and they're all dark and like, you know, and the others are like, what is wrong with them? You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I, see, I'm, I'm glad you just said that because there, there's a big misconception about animation. Even, even in those, there are different. Realms mm-hmm. with 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 tone and all mm-hmm, those different mm-hmm. things and different types of comedy and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know it's interesting. Well, I do what they used to call boys' adventure, and I always just called adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. why boys are the only ones. Because apparently we cause girls were sitting on the side letting right. y'all have you adventures. Know what? You look so good in the bustiers <laughs> and waving your handkerchief. I'm just driving right. the boat, but I guess hey. I'll stay on the boat while yeah. y'all go have some adventures. Keep that knitting going while I'm out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not that dude. I've never been that dude. But yeah, there are different areas, and I think also I would say the one political thing I think about sometimes is that uh, traditionally, not specifically with any particular company, but traditionally over the course of its existence, uh, animation in general has segregated the genders. Uh, Women were largely relegated to doing background painting. Mm -hmm. Um, Frankly, it's Walt Disney's (laughs) fault um, because they were the biggest dog for a million years, and Walt had his policies, whatever they were. And there's a clear split. There would be a, you, they always point to like the one woman who did whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're just proving my point. Right. All the others were just as good too. George was all sick that day. Right. Didn't have nobody else. Right. All right. But Send in an Emmy Lou. That translated also into TV animation, where largely the female writers are, uh, unless someone takes pains not to. Until recently, I'm not mm-hmm. the pioneer of this by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But until relatively recently, women did My Little Pony and yeah. Barbie and whatever. Boys Shem. would show up to do right stuff like that. Yeah. Boys would show up to do, frankly, anything they fucking wanted. <laughs> so um, uh, they could go on both sides, but largely they stayed in the, the boys. It's room. interesting you bring, bring up Walt Disney because um, you brought up this thing about the Marvel DC like rivalry and, and, and is that real or is that not? I don't care. But see, <laughs> but see, this is interesting that I found out about like what that actual rivalry is about. Okay. There's a, there was a thing on AMC, I think last year called um, Robert Kirkman's like, Oh, the history of the comics. History of comics, right? history of comics right? So they did the one, the first one was on Marvel. It was, I mean, it was basically on Marvel okay. and it basically talked about the whole, the main thing was this, this, this Dan Lee and Jack Kirby split. Yes. But what happened is when Marvel, before Marvel oh, became right. Marvel, together. you know, before Marvel became Marvel, and they were timely that's right. and they were like losing market share and stuff like that. They had to contract out 
to use DC to distribute their books. Okay. And Ooh. so then when 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 Stan Lee and Jack started doing the Marvel Universe and all those kind of characters, DC kind of like didn't properly distribute out their books for a long time. That shocks me. You know, so <laughs> which which is you know because of the sales and like that, I was like. That's where that rivalry comes from because they were like, we're not going to let you outsell us. Right. And but, then they did consistently, yeah, consistently for three decades. And they got played. <laughs> but essentially you also bring, but, but, but I bring that because in that same, in that same episode. Is that on Netflix? Uh, not, not yet. yet. Not I had it, it on my DVR. Just it was like PBS or something. It was, on, it was, it was on AMC. 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 Okay. But you brought up the thing about Walt Disney and they, there's a, there's a little like small little story in that one about Marvel where there was a guy, his name was like Irv, like 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 Bucus or something, like some weird ass name I never heard okay. of. He was like the Jack Kirby to Walt Disney. He did oh, wow. a lot of the fucking work on like Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse all the okay. animation early on, and he got Shafted thrust out. aside. This thing, I was like, Look, oh wow, that's like interesting. That's the Bill Finger story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Yeah, uh, Bill Finger. Um, all comic book heads have known for decades and decades mm-hmm. is the real author of Batman. And Bob Kane worked him over to the point where he died in obscurity on a couch in his little apartment in New York. And even after that, uh, it was kept out of the like contractually. No one was allowed. Legally, to say this guy's really the creator of this thing because Bob Kane had made such a big bones on I'm the guy. Um, mm. These are horrible freaking people mm. and they deserve to be castigated and dis- described as horrible people. Mm. And anyone who wants to come at me can be my freaking guest. Um, I, I don't play like that. So there is some of that. But ultimately, I'm not that, I just put it up on my Twitter. I'm not a tribal. I'm not a part of anybody's tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a tribe of one. Uh, I like people. I have many friends that I very much like, but I'm the knee-jerk response to seeing a DC or a Marvel logo or a particular actor or a particular character or a particular skin color or any mm-hmm. of that crap. Just be good at your shit. I live so, on planet Lisa myself. Right. <laughs> we have liaisons. Yeah, every now and then we send there. some stuff over. Um, but yeah. So what do, you, what do you want the audience to know about the show? What um, I would like the audience to know about the show is that and I give all props to Mar- I give all props to Marvel for this. Um, people who know me well and have followed my Twitter certainly, I am a very frank, plain speaker. I am not a company man. Mm-hmm. Marvel did not have to do the show the way they did it. They did not have to bring in a guy like me to to helm this show. Mm-hmm. They did not have to be as freeing free with the stuff as they were. They could have been tight, complete bastards and absolutely within their rights to be so. <laughs> that is not how they played it. They were like, "We want to hear your voice. We want you to do this." So, although I did not get to do everything I wanted to do, obviously not. Do you ever? Especially the first, <laughs> first season? It's ridiculous. Yeah. No. But even then, like, there's things you want to do. The company's like, you must be high. We're never doing that. Um, the whole, the, yes, I am high. Right. <laughs> Funny now you should what? mention being high. Now we live in LA. Live right. There are. Day. Wait a minute. They're talking shit. I don't get high. I don't get high and Marvel I don't drink. Does, Marvel, that's just me okay. talking. It's lead water okay. in it. Yeah. I don't drink. Uh, but yeah, so I would like everyone to know that this is an all ages show. Mm-hmm. It is not pointed at kids. It is pointed for family viewing. I would like everybody to know that if my name's on something, I came to play. Uh, my name's all over this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. <laughs> well, as a showrunner, you have to put your stamp on it no matter yeah, what. Yeah, but I mean, like, there are shows that I've written on that I'm like, I'm happy I did them. Yeah. And there are shows that I'm proud that I was involved. Uh, I would have been proud to have just been a writer on this show. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was a head writer on right. this show is like my f- first or second infinity gauntlet gem. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Like, wow. I will be standing on this for probably the rest of my life. Wow. That's awesome. Well, wow. that's awesome. I mean, I, I feel, you know, also... At I, 23, you finally got At 23! Yeah. Hollywood, just like I, I pictured 23. it. At 23! Well, I mean... Uh, you know, young uh, <laughs> I got to give Marvel kudos because, you know, we were saying earlier about how these these stewards of property, they don't... They, like, they keep it... They want to keep it narrow. Yeah. In terms of what you can do. And if what you're saying is, you know, that, that they give you... A a a um, unexpected amount of f- freedom in writing the, a property they knew was following something that was going to be big for them. Ah, stop talking. No, they did not know how big that was going to be. Nobody in Hollywood. They can pretend all they want in public. Nobody knew Black, Black Panther people was told, Black you people. You told you. I told you. No, wait a minute. I don't know going to be. Let's clarify that. Was, but they knew it was going to be big. I think be- because of the just, Civil War. This thing. is my guess. Is not based on true knowledge. This is just my guess. Uh, I feel that they thought it would be somewhere between Iron Man 2 and one of the Captain America movies in terms of popularity. One Hmm. of the better Captain, like Winter Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, okay. I don't think anyone, I literally don't think anyone out here at all, much less Marvel specifically, outside of black folks, was prepared (laughs) for what was going to happen. Even though all of us kept saying, Mm -hmm. saw what happened with Wonder Woman, right? Plus black people. <laughs> right. That's what's going to happen with Black Panther. I was in saying, fact, didn't I, I say? I think I said on this show, uh, it doesn't even have to be good. Thank you. And I said it too. All I it said, has to do is it could be all of it. Yeah, all it has to do is sit on the table. All it has to do is not suck. That's just That's not all suck. it has to do. So anything above not suck, phenomenon. Watch, and that's what happened. But they could I be don't sitting think, in the palace. I don't think they were prepared. <laughs> Eating chicken I, wings I, and cheese sandwiches. I, I don't care what anybody says in public. No, I just don't coming. think they were prepared. Okay, look, I, you know what? Who could be? You, you're right. I mean, and and I'll, I'll and I'll backtrack that. But 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 this was a this was a movie that they were giving. You know, I mean, there's some. I mean, it's it's not like they were giving you. You know, what's for instance like. You know, like Blade to do. You know, sure, where sure. it was like our expectations are here with this. This is going to be. This is a movie they're coming out with. There was a certain and amount they knew of there were some um, like that. I mean, I mean to me, I because I, I remember when he showed up in, in Civil War and just jumped out. Right, and everybody the, went. I mean, the, crazy. The, the, the audience yeah. went, went electric, and yeah. I was so. There and was, I think the phenomenon aspect is this: like when Wonder Woman came out, everybody uh, went crazy. Uh, yes, but I, I think, see, yeah, well, yeah, I think I what it was yeah. is that not so much that the expected groups. Uh, went holy crap this is awesome I think the fact that a bunch of white people who I hate to break it to you folks they're the hip hop audience they're the movie audience they are the majority of the people who buy these tickets when they lost their damn minds about the Black Panther too that was like we need to go yeah this this friend of mine a white guy he's seen the movie seven times in the theater I was like what because it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) seven times in the theater it's awesome why are you looking shy Dude, because that's I saw lot. Rogue One three times. I went eight theater. times. That's three so times. Three yeah. times over seven. Is seven. How old is your dude? How's your dude? He's like thirty five. Okay, I don't know what his problem is. Yeah, he a grown yeah. ass man, dog. Yeah, he's a grown ass man. Yeah, grown ass man. Well, but see, okay, but this is a comp- this is the thing that is he married to somebody black? No, no, he got black. No, I know. That's why I was. It's just a good movie. No, but but it goes back to what I've been saying. I've saying this since the Matrix came out. Because I thought about it around that time, is uh, actually it was from Titanic. Movies don't make under hundred million. That they don't make over hundred million dollars mm-hmm. unless a big chunk of that audience is seeing it four and five times. Right, repeat viewings. That's, that's, that's correct. And I think that's. I think it's interesting because everybody you know who's seen those movies has seen it more times, than yeah. once. Yeah. Right. Well, this but this this interesting point about that because that means to me that 
this desire to make movies to appeal to this to a wider audience is actually kind of a, is 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 kind of like not right because hmm. you, because you're trying to make because you, because what you want is your core audience to love it so much to see it multiple times. Yeah, mm. theoretically that's probably true. But remember, the core audience for comic book movies theoretically is comic book readers. It's com- and but that's everybody. You know what? There's only about five hundred, six thousand, six hundred thousand comic book readers of all comics. Mm-hmm. Um, if all of them decided we're never seeing any of these movies again, so what? Yeah, right. Like yeah. literally, right. Hollywood would not even notice the right. absence. There's a certain amount of tr- uh, trying to court them for street cred, I guess. Now, bearing in mind, guys, I have. Down from 50,000 comics, I'm now suffering around 30,000 comic books. <laughs> I am the comic book audience that I'm talking <laughs> about. Mm-hmm. Okay? We don't matter. Okay? Mm-hmm. We matter only in terms of advertising to say the comic book has right. like. Well, right. Okay. But when you say that, like, think about movies. I'm trying to think of movies. See, the thing is, as a minority, and I hate even saying that, we've been going to see movies which aren't about us our entire lives. Say that. And getting hyped. Yes. Right? I can't believe that such and such is popping off. Blah, mm. blah, blah. How many Star Wars fans were the only black guy was Lando and he was an afterthought? I hate to break right. it to y'all, yes. but he was not part of the plan. Right. Okay? He was like, oh, damn, we don't have any black people. Mm-hmm. Billy D, he's hot. Let's get mm-hmm. him. You know, that's the calculus. Mm-hmm. But um, we've grown up doing this. Godfather movies, all, that, every, all the great movies. Okay? Yep. I think making a movie that's just really, really, really itself is enough for human beings we'll to go, go see it. I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things like maybe a Brokeback Mountain, mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, maybe in this climate you couldn't have gotten Do the Right Thing off the ground. I wonder what Do the Right Thing I would do. You could make it now. You could make it now. I think people would lose their minds if that movie came out right no, now. No, because you couldn't. Right? Because be right that scene <clears throat> where they're, that, that, they're, that montage of the racial slurs yeah. would like, actually blow everyone's fucking mind. You might even get an NC-17. Yeah. You know, yeah, because they'd be like, you can't, you can't say that kind of stuff. Yeah. On, on, you can't so say like, stuff anywhere. So like, I feel like... Look, I'm a Sesame Street kid. I say that all the time. I'm a Captain America superhero, and I'm a Sesame Street American. Okay, uh, I feel like if we just tell our stories cleanly and let the chips fall, most human beings who aren't dickheads will, will enjoy see. a well-made yes. product. Yes. And I think the Black Panther <clears throat> as a show hopefully will prove that. The movie certainly proves that. Mm-hmm. The people making these shows are by the... This is one of those crazy things. Like Black people adopt stuff. They just decide that should be ours. Mm-hmm. right? But the Russo brothers aren't black. Right, yeah. uh, the first time you saw the Black Panther was not in the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Two Italian dudes, Italian American right. dudes, dropped two out very on you. cool guys. They're by cool the way. and they know what they're doing, <laughs> yeah. but that's the point, right? Right, they're and the then Coggler nice shows up and fleshed that out and did some stuff that I never thought I'd see in a movie, much less a superhero movie. I was like, this movie is like eight layers deep. Are you all getting everything <laughs> that's happening here? <laughs> like, there's some stuff going on that you need to see it multiple times because they have a lot of conversation in that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot. Not mm-hmm. even just the stuff that's been talked about in the press so far right. where there's aggressive analysis. There's stuff you got to, like, know Stokely Carmichael's background. You got to know Angela Davis's background mm-hmm. to know, oh, damn, why? Right. They know that they, oh, my God, they right. said that. Right. You know, like right. that. Um and I think the popularity of it is because it's authentic. People mm-hmm. want, if they want anything, they want authentic, a feeling of authenticity. And he looks cool. And it's cool. And plus, by the way, <laughs> yes. it's an effortless use, like, strong female lead. I'm like, I never write that crap. I never write, this is a strong female lead in my yeah. episode. Yeah. I just write women. Right. Right. In this movie, 
the women came to play. Mm. But it was like, hey, stop the movie, look over there, look <laughs> at those women doing some awesome stuff. They just came to play, mm. right? So like, all that stuff is just sort of effortless. Well, they did do some awesome stuff in the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying that you don't have to stop the movie for them no, to do right. it. No. no one's standing on a chair going, I'm black, y'all, I'm, I'm black, y'all, I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. Nobody does that because they don't need to, right? They shout out to CB4. To. That's right. I will always, always shout out to the originals, All right, Chris the originators. What was that scene? Right. Uh, what was that scene that yeah. started to bother you when he was on the, when he was on the steps? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Yes, more of this. I can't wait for Captain Marvel to come out. Yes. Um, I, was, I was very happy with what Patty Jenkins did with Wonder Woman, although I feel the third act had a lot of problems that I also believe were probably studio-created. Uh, um, so, yeah. Or uh, Zack Snyder created, because uh, yeah. he got uh, yeah. 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 credit uh, on the, that. The boss fight, no. But th- that movie needed someone other than who had been in charge to be in charge. And I, you saw my hashtag, let mm-hmm. Patty drive. Right. Let Patty, <laughs> let Patty drive. Let Patty drive. Let Patty drive. Y'all be good if you right. let Patty drive. Right. right. In fact, if they were smart, they would hinge their entire movie franchise around Wonder Woman rather than around Batman mm-hmm. because Batman is not a hopeful figure. Wonder Woman is a figure made well, of hope. She's hope and light right? and yeah. she sees good right. in people. And, and she will kick that ass. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, for the Black Panther cartoon, <clears throat> I was very much mindful of um, trying to say this without talking out of school. There's a scene in the Avengers movie which I always say, here's why I did not like Man of Steel, because Man of Steel and Avengers 1 had basically the same plot. Alien invasion, they come here, they mess up a yeah. whole bunch of stuff. All the heroes, and then in one case, one hero get their butt kicks for most of the movie because mm-hmm. these people are badass. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they figure it out, pull it together, and they beat them all. Um, probably not the right phrasing, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> they beat them back. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but in the Avengers movie... Time was taken out to make sure that you understood that these people were here in New York City to save the people of New York City. So every time they got hit, every time they got hurt, it was because they were defending a civilian who was trying to get away. They would break off from the fighting of the Chitauri to go rescue a bunch of people right. over there. The cop literally says, why am I listening to you, a strange man in a funny costume? See a little bit of action. And then the cops are on our team. Pull everybody back. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that attention was paid in The Man of Steel, where he just showed up and started clobbering stuff, irregardless of who got murdered. Because <laughs> I'm in a war, right. and it's too bad. And sorry, there'll be collateral damage. Right. Because it's that. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, no, well yeah, no. because yeah. I remember that scene in Man of Steel when is is is, is it Man of Steel with when um Lawrence Fishburne tries to escape from the Daily Planet and, and yes and it, they get, it, all get trapped it, it just, yeah. and, and, and the thing is no one saves them they no. this, they save themselves so I might want to make this a criticism of Man of Steel but that was why I really believe that that's why the Marvel movies have consistently worked they're kind of like the diehards of superhero movies the diehard of superhero movies the heroes take damage and the damage is sustained, sometimes across movies, right? Where you got hurt in this movie, <laughs> right. and you're still, still hurt in movie yeah. too. <laughs> but, um, but more to the point, they are, they are people trying really hard and not always winning. They don't win right away. They don't, they're not just there to beat you up. They're there to basically rescue people, to save people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took that as sort of the watchword for the Black Panther show. Not like anybody else wasn't already doing that, but for me, they're literally, it's called out a couple of times over the course of the show process of why we're here, save the civilians, then go beat up the bad guys. People say that phrasing mm. throughout the piece mm-hmm. because that's why the Avengers are there. They're not just there to go, oh, monster, destroy it. 
that's some ridiculousness. I don't understand why. I don't understand the fans that think that's what superheroes are for. They're not. So, so, so give us a date when it's dropping one more again. September Gotta make sure everybody knows. What's the hashtag? Uh, 23rd or 28th? 23rd or 28th? 20. Oh, damn it. Now I'm messed up. I thought you said the 19th for some reason. No, stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> 28th because it's the 23rd. You said it last time and I was like, oh, the, oh, that, oh that's my brother's 23rd, birthday. 23rd, 23rd, 23rd. What day is that? You got a calendar? I don't know. You said September? Oh, well, September I, got it. I got it right here. Um, September 23rd, Shadow of Atlantis, parts one and two, back to back. Yes, it's a Sunday. Okay. okay so right. September 23rd, okay. Shadow of Atlantis, back to back. Two hours. Is it a two-parter? Uh, one hour. It's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm talking out of school and saying that this is a show you have to watch from week to week. I don't know how Marvel is going to distribute the episodes. If it's a serialized episode, they have to. They have they? to. No, what I mean is, like, they could show these two, oh. and then I don't know what's going to happen the following Sunday. Oh my okay. God. So, um, because I'm not part of those negotiations. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's the debut. I hope everybody watches it. Um, you will see some familiar faces. You'll see many unfamiliar faces. Uh, all I can tell you is I'm very proud of this, the work that we all did together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if I was doing what I do, I would watch this show. Mm. Like I will, I'll be, I will be sitting there watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm very curious it. to yeah. see it. I mean, I, I kind of feel like, you know, what I want to see... See, he's a, he's a character who every time he... he and this is always... In the in the eighties, because I never kind of really got into what what they were doing in the nineties with him, is that he would show up on the scene and he would change the he just changed he changed the frequency in a really interesting way. Yeah, and I always kind of felt like oh because they respect him, but he stays secret, and that is what I think is what was always cool about. Uh, T'Challa. I mean, cause for the longest time, you're reading the comic and you never see him with his mask off. You never see him with his mask off. Well, you know, the real reason. You, you know, well. <laughs> trying to sell these comics in the South. And <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So, there is that. But, there is that. But I'm talking about, but I'm talking about like in, in the in the 80s, like when yeah, you yeah. showed up then, when they were a little more, a little more uh, uh, open. Um so, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious what you do. Funny you bring up secrets. See, see, yeah. we got to wrap it up. You know, uh, because like uh-huh. I really enjoy your voice as a person, and I kind of there's like a there's a how do I don't know, there's there's a qualifier in front of a reverence that I want to put in front of it that I feel like would be very, um, uh, as you said earlier, delightful. In a comic. Let me say this, and then we're <laughs> wrapping up. This Black Panther, and they, the reason I can say this is that Marvel's marketing people have put out in their press blurbs, like now I can say it too, this is a show about him figuring out what the difference is between king and superhero. This is a show where he figures out what do I owe Wakanda, what do I owe the world. These are uh, what is the tradition, what good traditions are to be kept, and which ones are to be tossed. I'm the king. I can make these decisions, but which one should I make? Right. Mm-hmm. And for my money, that's pretty heady stuff for what's in theory used to be a pointed at children cartoon, yeah. which is why Marvel said, no, this is all ages now. This is, a f- this is a show for anyone can sit down and enjoy this show. Anyone. 
So that freed me up as a writer to not limit certain kinds of storytelling. There's a whole bunch of stuff, of course, you're not going to see. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be cussing. No brains are going to get blown out of presence. No, no sex. No inwards. No, no none of that. <laughs> Stop it. I need some inwards. Mr. the Black Panther. No inwards. Well, Come on. Of course, in Wakanda, that's always well, said. Well, Wakanda. Not Wakanda. But, yeah, so I, I'm, I am truly proud of it. I think live action, not live action. I don't really care about these distinctions. I, I write the way I write. And Marvel was gracious enough to let me write it the way I write it, not trying to fit into some pre-established mold that I had to. Like, well, in 1965, Stan said this. Or <laughs> last year, we did it like this. You have to do it like we did it last year. There was none of that. And they changed the visual style, by the way. The art style is mm-hmm. different than all previous seasons. So Good. they wanted this show to be itself. Uh, that's it, dope. It is. Mm-hmm. That's dope. It is. That's what's up. Cool. So where are you at, Jeffrey Thorne? I am at uh, Winterman Project or Winterman Books on Twitter. I am at JeffreyThorne.com, obviously, my name.com. Uh, I am at the Winterman Project. My professional stuff is at the Winterman Project.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to come back on the show in a little while at some point and talk about the the comic book project yes. that I will be uh, dropping in a few weeks. Uh, it's a little bit unique. I hope it's going to be good. You, the first people that I've even mentioned it about publicly, uh, can't even say exactly what it is, but it's my own stuff, and I think people are going to be very pleasant. I think people are going to be very pleased by how it gets distributed yeah. and what it is. Thank so you. That's it. That was that. Where you at, Chris? <clears throat> uh, I'm at um, unauthorized CBD on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. Why is it unauthorized? <sighs> because. <laughs> Don't give me the daddy voice again. Okay. Talk to me like I'm a grown ass woman. <laughs> okay, so okay, so when I um, uh, quit working for a completion bond company, uh, this is like ten years ago. I wanted to to work as a freelance graphic designer, uh-huh. and I was like, I need a company name. So I came with a company called Unauthorized Media. Gotcha. And 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 so that's what I used to to do. So I used to make money for the last decade. Okay. And uh, so I was just using that as my you know, handle. Okay. So that's where it came from. Where you at, right. Lisa, Lisa Oh, but, but at the same time, people are always like, the real this and the, this yeah. is, you know, I'm like, fuck all that. Yeah. It's just me talking me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't need to be authorized. You can stick yeah, your authorization. Exactly. Oh where you at, Lisa? God. You know where I'm at. I'm on Twitter. What fresh hell is this? You're I'll on s- Twitter now. I'm on Twitter now. <laughs> hey. Literally on Twitter so, right now. So, uh, <laughs> last thing, and, Queen Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. She she was on. She was talking about doing her little junket for Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. So she had the nerve to get up here in pub and talking about what her her health regimen is to make her look as fabulous. And I'm like, you know what? Stop playing with us mortals. She's immortal oh, no. and she's a vampire. vampire. Ezekiel she, bread. What is Ezekiel she, bread? Listen, she listen. She was up here talking about. Ezekiel oh, I drink. Am I lying? She said it's yeah, Ezekiel, Ezekiel bread. bread. Listen. Is that she, got some weird like? Listen, you know, like, she was talking about half it. eleven. Well, I think no, no. It's from Wakanda. They got this new thing. No, I think it's half it's eleven. The, it's the bread. I think it's the bread that has the sprouts on it. When you eat the bread, it's the healthy, healthy um, breads. So it got and, bacteria. And talking about what she eats during the week and stuff like that. And it's like you know what? She's just Why pandering. Last was the bread. If you're gonna call it, <laughs> listen. She she is pandering 
to humans. Yeah, she which you know she's not one of us. Uh, no, and she is not a human. She's sucking blood. And That's she's an she immortal. Did you see those bikini shots? She had the What's nerve. What? The nerve. What? To drop. What? On her this 60, woman dropped. Listen, on her, 60th, her, on her 60th, 60th birthday, birthday she wow. had the nerve the to drop audacity. bikini shots. <laughs> what? The negritude Oh, my God. That was some hood shit, she Angela. She came out and it was like. Looking like she's 22. You can go back. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. It is deplorable. How dare you? She's making us human. All she's doing is reminding us that we're going to die. That's all she's doing. That every day we decay a little bit more. Literally 20 year olds that are like, God damn it. So, Queen Angela Bassett, happy birthday to you. I need to see this. But you need to stop pretending like you giving hints. She still looks like what love got to do with it, body. She's still tight. Dude, please. There'll be link in the show notes. There'll be link in the show notes for those who haven't seen I'm like, look, so I'm just saying, stop hurting people's feelings. That's all I got to say. People, Angela. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta people. say, man. That's all I gotta say. And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. Let me say, God damn. That's just wrong. She That's looked, somebody's mom. She like 18. That's somebody's girl. grandma, maybe. Damn. I mean, girl, seriously, that's just not right. Wow. We're looking at the photo of Angela, Angela Bassett. It'll be the show notes. girl. It'll be the show notes. So y'all can look. That's like a vampire looking you at the sun. And look, work. listen. Listen, I'm not even going to look at it because it's like disrespectful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's disrespectful. Skin like Ezekiel. It's red. <laughs> I'm mean, such that. a happy day too. Skin I, finally, on, I finally got used to Hilliard's freaking cut ass, <laughs> and now, oh my I god! Got, la, la. I got she got all that cocoa butter on, and then la, I la, can la. smell the cocoa butter. La, la. Look at the from smile the, on her face. Like home. I'm I can sorry, smell I ended up being perfect. <laughs> I go, I'm bro, sorry. okay. That I'm fucking with y'all. She's apologizing. with y'all. I know y'all. It's not my fault. Hold on, hold on. Breath smell like carnation milk. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> you know what's really sick? What is this her 60th? It's 60th birthday. I used to get wow. in arguments with people about, well, you know, she should be in the, she should be Storm in the Storm movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, she's going to be 60 in a little while. It's, I mean, it's a great idea. She's a great actress and all that, but there's mm-hmm. no way she could pull it off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Courtney. Dude, Vance, okay, Mr. Courtney, Courtney Vance, B. I need you to talk to your wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. And let her know stop teasing the mortals out here. Same with Larry Fishburne and his mm. freaking Stop wife. it. No. Just stop it. No. No. Uh, please go on iTunes. Give us oh, yeah, five yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gina, Gina Torres. Gina Torres. Look, Gina, Gina needs and to. Angela, both of y'all need to stop. You know what? Allie, all of them. Where's you know their movie together? Wouldn't it be and interesting Halle to Barry. see? Wouldn't it be interesting yeah. to see? Angela Bassett and, and, and Gina Torres in the same movie. You know what? I'm standing right here, ladies. You know what? I can't maybe, stand it. Maybe somebody needs to write that a girls' a trip for the for the for, for the grown, the extra grown. I'm not writing them a comedy. I want them beating people's ass. Well, they can beat people. They can beat people's ass. I want comedy. to see Gina and Angela in some action movie. Okay. I can't even look at. I know that. somebody I can't who knows how to write I'm going to pitch it right now before we go. Here's the pitch. I can't because this just happened in real life from China. A bunch of African nations decide they want their stuff back from the British Museum, and they and hire Angela, Hallie, oh, to and, go back and, and get it, and Gina, and Gina to go to get, go get shit. that shit. <laughs> I will write that for you, ladies. Okay. Call a brother up. Okay. <laughs> that was, uh, to, you still please, I'm not even looking over. Please, you as a producer on Leverage, right? I'm not kidding. I'm not even looking. Please share the Patreon. We appreciate that. Screenwriters Rent Room. 
Um, and uh, a lot of good shit going on. A lot of good shit. Good shit. Uh, I gotta tell you. Bread. I gotta tell you a quick little joke Girl, before we're done. Stop Is it. that all her? Wow. God damn, stop Angela. It. Just stop anyway, it. Anyway. <clears throat> I'm not even looking over there. I'm not even looking over there. Alexander, I know you're out there too. I'm not even looking. <laughs> so y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. On this show, we keep it real. See, they we keep it have... opinionated. I'm we keep it what, look. everybody? I, I can't even look. Black Panther's Quest. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Well, I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.